All right, man. Welcome to Crow 777 Radio. This is episode 246. Jason Lingard is with me and Mr. Christopher James. Uh, we're going to talk a bit about, while well, we're going to reiterate the birth certificate and get into common law ideas. Welcome, Jason. Good morning, Crow. So how goes it, man? Oh, nice hot Louisiana morning for me. How about you? Uh, it's not too bad here, but I got a full day. I'm doing back-to-back shows. I'm going to do Marty Leeds. Uh, he just came on for us, which people will see before this airs. Uh, but you got anything? No, not yet. All right, let's jump in then. Uh, welcome, Christopher. Thanks, Crow and Jason. Thanks for having me here today. So you're up in the Great White North, eh? Yes, I live up just outside of Toronto in Burlington, Ontario. Cool, cool. So we're going to jump into some ideas here. And as we progress in, uh, we're going to imply a lot for everyone listening. Uh, the algorithms that pick out certain things have gotten quite tough. Uh, but the way we speak, you should be able to understand what we're getting at. Um, and an hour or two, uh, that will change, of course, because an hour or two, uh, we don't deal with social media. I'm not sure if this is going to run on, on social media. But, Christopher, why don't we jump in with how we all got in the mess we're going to talk about. Um, basically, there's a legal view in our world that you and I are not living, breathing men, believe it or not, which is beyond the pale of ridiculous. Because we both know that that's not true, and so does everyone else listening. And yet, the institutions, services, systems of this world maintain that we do not have the breath of life. So let's jump in with the birth certificate and what we, I don't even know how to say it, what happened to us at our birth, um, I guess through our parents, right? Because when you're a baby, you can't do much of anything. That's correct. The best way to go about it, uh, Crow, from, so people know I've got 20 years uh, experience in, in dealing with this uh, deep research and knowledge, and I realize everyone has always been bringing up the birth certificate for years. This is not something new, new that's being brought forward here today. However, it's the words and how you explain exactly simply what has occurred when we were born, and the word is trespass. There's three words that I teach and I share with everybody. It's trespass, property, and who. So we can talk about the trespass, which involves the birth certificate at birth. What simply happens is when we're born in this world, okay, there's a trespass that occurs against you. And that word is very powerful in law because trespass covers every single thing you can possibly think of. That's the only word you have to use. The only other type of trespass is trespass on the case. And that happens at the courthouse. So when we're born, there's a trespass that occurs. We're only moments old. We're not conscious of what's going on. There's paperwork that's being created unbeknownst to us as we're lying as a baby in a crib. Our parents are under the impression that they're simply putting on the record the name of that wonderful child that they just brought into this world. However, as we all know, there's some nefarious things that are going on in the background. And to simply explain it to people that have never heard or understood this stuff before, when you're born, there's a trespass. And paperwork is being created that is actually referred to as constructive fraud. Because in that moment, when you come into this world with all your rights as a man or a woman, immediately on paper, we are being changed, okay, in this system that's all around us here today. And what they do is they create a corporation, okay? That's what the birth certificate ultimately represents. Now, there's a document that precedes the birth certificate. And that is called a, well, it, it varies in different countries. It varies in different provinces here in Canada. And it probably is the same also in the United States where I am. It's a statement of birth. And this is the actual hospital record. 
And that's the foundational document that is key to everything. Even though we're all walking around as a man or a woman in this world today, that document, when the doctors signed it in the hospital that your mother and father signed is very powerful and very important because that is a record in which multiple people witnessed. And they, that's, that's what I use basically for evidence, uh, for founding documentation when you're creating your correct ID. So what happens is, as you know, is that the trespass occurs on that paperwork that's being created initially that your parents signed and it's sent off somewhere else. And then they go and create this birth certificate. And again, if you understand the birth certificates system, it's, it's basically a corporation that is created in your name. All these are registered on the stock exchanges. People know, and that corporation is property. This is a very important word. That's the other important word property that we talk about. It's property of the service corporation. You say, well, what's the service corporation that did this to us, Christopher? Well, that's our governments. Okay. They're not actually our governments. They are service corporations, as we all know, masquerading as governments by and for the people that we created. So this is what you have to understand. If you take the name of your, your country's, you know, United States or Canada out of the way, and you put McDonald's there, Burger King that are overseeing this process. Imagine if when you were born that McDonald's took an extract from that hospital record, because that's what occurs and they trespass and they take your identity. It's known as identity theft as well. Okay. To create this constructive fraud with the documentation when you're born. And again, this is all unbeknownst to the incredible people in the hospital, the doctors, the nurses, even to your mother, mother and father, they've been all trained and ingrained that when they fill out these forms, they have to use capital letters. It's no different than when you go to a bank as well, which we can talk about maybe in the second hour, but Right now, when you come into this world, there's a horrific trespass that has occurred against every single man and woman. And why this is being brought out into the light right now is because it is the most powerful truth right now to bring this world together, to bring all the people together, because we have all had this trespass occur against us when we're born. And this trespass is absolutely huge when you understand how that has impacted and implicated us in our lives. I'm 53 right now. And from the time I came into this world till now, there's been an enormous amount of paperwork that's been created and, uh, and attached to me that I believe that was me as everyone else, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't bind, bind us to any of it. So, like I say, it's very simple for people to understand that we have a service corporation that grabs our identity when we're born. That's our so-called governments. And then they create this documentation called the birth certificate. That birth certificate usually is, has some sort of a financial, you know, instrument to it. It's a bond and Canada in the bottom of my birth certificate, it says uh, Canadian banknote. And then on the back of it, the original one that I got when I was born, uh, you know, three weeks later came to my mother and father in the mail, if it was laminated and when you flip it over, there wasn't a red number on the back. And I'm sure the show has talked about if they haven't the CUSIP number and a CUSIP number is very important when you understand what it is. It's required for any corporation or company that's being bought or sold on the stock exchange. So what is that doing? This is why it all goes down to this trespass that occurs at birth. Everybody simply needs to understand what is going on in that moment. Because once you understand the paperwork that's been created, then you are simply able to understand what is going on at our court system in our courts house today. And what is actually happening on a financial, you know, relationship with uh, taxation and everything else that's occurring in our world. So it's a very foundational and it's a simple truth to understand. And this has been hidden. It's been kept from people for a very long time. And I'm not the first man or woman to come forward and talk about this. As you know, Crow and Jason, there's been lots of people probably before me you've had on my show. So you would say, well, why are you having another guy on, you know, that's, that's basically staying the same stuff, you know, that's, that's similar to what we've heard before. It's because at this time right now in our world, as we know, we are all under an incredible, you know, there's a, there's a threat, there's a state of emergency that's going on in every country surrounding, you know, certain things that we're all aware of that may be truthful or not. But at the end of the day, this truth, this trespass that has happened to us at birth 
It is actually the solution now in a massive way and moving forward. Let me jump in here. And by the way, I appreciate the way you just stated everything you just said, middle of the road, perfect for what we've got to contend with. But I want to get at a few ideas. Like you've pointed out, we've done this a few times. So there's this idea of trespass. We've done plenty of shows where people who have actually pulled things off, provably made them workable within the framework of what we call law. So if we're going to say a trespass occurred, where is that enforced? Is that a common law idea? Is that a criminal law, civil law? Where does the idea of trespass get its strength, its foundation? Well, again, the word trespass, it's, um, it's not, again, I'm on here. I would, I should say up front that I'm not here to bring my opinions forward. These are concrete facts. And I realize we have to have this discussion. So it's not an opinion. A trespass does occur. We have people that are creating documentation behind our backs when we're only, you know, moments old as a child that are, that are applied to us and attached to us for the rest of our lives that never should be there. So that is a fact when we are born that this act actually occurs because you can see the documentation, you can see the confirmation that a corporation has been set up. You can track it on Brad and Dunn street in New York. And there's multiple lawyers from around the world that have also come forward stating that, yes, this is occurring because what happened in that, in that instance, uh, Crow and Jason is that, as you're aware, or you may not be aware in 1934, at least in Canada here, when they started to bring in the birth certificates, the same scenario was happening in the United States. And it is at that time that the people lost our public courthouses access under common law. Everything became this admiralty. Okay. So it's when you, when you understand that nobody can take your property and nobody can administrate property without right. That is very powerful. What I've just said to everybody there, that's actually the keys to the kingdom. Because anytime you're dealing with these court systems that are out there today, you have to address first and foremost, who is the man or the woman that's coming into this court system, right? You're always identify yourself ahead of time because the legal world and the legal world recognizes this as well. This is known as like inland piracy. You're not allowed to enslave anybody and you can't sure as heck can't do it by creating documentation without full knowledge and full consent. And this is the trick that's gone on because when this happens at such a excuse me, a young age, it has corrupted the consciousness of all of my fellow man and woman in this world. And it is really simple when you can drill down on it and understand what has gone on. So let me jump in here again and come at this a different way. If a listener listening right now wants to get interested in the idea of trespass, where will they look up that foundational definition? Will that be a Black's Law thing? Will that be something else? Um, we've done enough law shows to know there has to be a legal foundation uh, for the things that we're going to try to remedy, right? So if someone wanted to know more about the idea of trespass, which you initially defined as we opened up here, is that a Black's Law lookup? Where would they look up the idea of what that definition is? Well, again, we talk about legal and lawful. I guess we should start right there. Legal only applies to corporations. Lawful only applies to we, the people, because we're talking about a word called jurisdiction. So what you're referring to there, Crow, is that the, the people need to understand is that the word trespass, what's well, written in the Bible, it, everybody understands that you don't trespass against your fellow man or woman. So I don't get into the, 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 the convoluted side that if this is a legal issue or if it's a lawful issue, whenever I'm speaking, I'm always in the lawful side. I have nothing to do with the legal realm and our courts today are only operating. Our public courthouses are operating solely on a legal perspective only because we, the people are not accessing our courthouse properly with the correct paperwork. So when you say to your fellow man and woman, the word trespass again, on my website, a warriorcalls.com. If you go there, there's four foundational videos that really help people understand this initial trespass that occurred. So the words that you get into is that when you're moving your claim in your court, it's very powerful when you keep the word simple because trespass covers everything. A trespass could be someone's breach of a contract. They've, they've 
hurt you physically. They've, you know, they've damaged your property. Um, you know, they've terrorized you. It covers everything from fraud right down the, the whole gauntlet. And that's why you only have to use that word trespass when you're doing your filing, because you see, it keeps it very simple. As you were talking a minute ago of how we were speaking correctly. So, you know, we're keeping things in the middle of the road here. It's also very powerful when you go into court that your paperwork is very short and very sweet. That's how the legal world does not work because it's, it's words are dealt in synonyms, right? You have all these multiple names and, and, and uses for all their various different words that they're trying to apply within their court system. We're in the common law side. That's the law that's not written. Okay. That's the law that all the people should know that you come into this world with. The, you know the difference between right and wrong, and you do not trespass against your fellow Th there man. There it is. There it is. That's what I was looking for. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. And you just don't trespass against your fellow man because, number one, they are not your property, and no man or woman can administrate property without right. Now, see, nobody needs to, I've said that a couple of times now, and I'm going to probably say it several more times as we speak because that's the most powerful thing I wish for all of my fellow men to truly get home to understand the power of that word property. It's so powerful, Jason and Crow, that when people understand, when they use that, even in the current court system, when you're going in there, you're asking them who wrote the documentation, any paperwork that's being put in front of you, you have to address who wrote it, right? You have to drill down on the jurisdiction and jurisdiction doesn't mean whether it's a legal proceeding or a lawful proceeding. Jurisdiction comes down to the word law and people think that it's just a pretty word, not a pretty word, but it's just a word to describe something that goes on in our courthouse. It doesn't. The word law actually means the three jurisdictions that are in our world today. L stands for land, A stands for air, and W stands for water. So see, most people, lawyers are not taught this either. So when people realize that, yeah, that, I understand that it's, it's very simple. That's why it's called common law because it's common sense. So we've had a lot of common truths that have been kept from us, Crow, long before any of us on this call came into this world. And that's why this system has been so, you have to take your hat off to these people that created this system. They're brilliant at what they did. They found a way to compromise the consciousness of man right from the moment that they're born. They kill us on paper because they, they don't want you to act in this world as the creator, as the man or the woman. Okay. They want you to act as a creation of theirs, which they can control. Remember he who creates control. So who created the birth certificate? I didn't create it. Crow didn't create it. Jason didn't create theirs. None of us did. This was all created by a service corporation, agents and officers, unbeknownst to us behind the scenes. And that documentation doesn't apply to us at all. That's why I say to people, the birth certificate has been used horrifically against us because when you fast forward, as you get older in life, you start buying things like a motorbike, a car, a boat, property, land, a house. And then what did you use as identification to put on title? Okay. You use the identification that we were all given through the, our course leading up to our adulthood. Well, all of that documentation is based on fraud now because you recognize when you look at your birth certificate, again, you had nothing to do with it and somebody else created that and registered that. That's the key thing. When you look on the birth certificate that's given to you, the only thing that is really valid on it is the, is the date that you were born, the birth date, but there's another date that's there and it's a date of registration. And why is that there? Because that's the date that this legal corporation, this person, whatever the service corporation created, that's what they created on that day. And they control and own that. So the, the gig has been is to, to fool the, the consciousness of mind of man, that they are somehow that entity, which was created on paper when we were born and we're not. So and once you step outside of that, that is where all our power lies because the judges, you have to understand these people that wear the black robes in the courthouses, they are our public servants. Okay. They serve us in the hierarchy. We came into this world as a man or a woman. Are we bound with any papers on us when we come into this world? No, 
We're completely free. And I want people to understand that's the jurisdiction at which I am standing in and always stand in. And that is the jurisdiction in which all of my fellow man needs to wake up and realize this is where we all need to go. We need to stand and look at each other simply from the very first moment that we came into this world and fast forward it to today. None of that paperwork that's been created binds us to everything. We have all our rights. And that's why the word public courthouse is so important. Because when you access your public courthouse in that correct capacity as the man or the woman, not a legal fiction. Okay. That's the other thing. When you go to the courthouse, as you know, Crow, they always have all these legal forms and documents to slide across the table to you. I never use those forms. Why? Because they drag me into the jurisdiction of the sea. Admiralty law. That's what legal is about. Legal only applies to that which is incorporated, remember? And lawful applies to that which is unincorporated. A man, a woman, or people. Persons isn't in a lawful term whatsoever. Persons is a word that's been constructed from a society that, again, we do not belong to called the bar. This is something they've used time and time again. Let me jump in here to make a point about your incorporation. Back when so many of the false events were going on, and I'm talking years ago, uh, we recognized that almost every one of them happened within an incorporated city. The unincorporated areas, not so much. Uh, We saw that change a little bit, but you've got my interest here. I've never heard it put forward that law was land, air, and water, and you've got me interested now because that goes back to the philosophical ideas that we currently call alchemy or whatever you want to call it, which recognize that the world cannot be weighed in measure. And the documents you're talking about are are a good example where you're trying to make everyone draw within lines, but the truth is nature goes where it needs to go. So these are very interesting. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand this over to Jason. uh, And I'm wondering, Jason, for hour one, by the way, um, we are going to get into, I don't know if remedy is the right word, but things that are going to be put forward in an effort to once again, make a run at the so-called trespass that's been outlined here. But Jason, for hour one, do you think we should uh, just cover a minute? You know, we're, we're all creating capital or I don't even know how to put it, but we're not the beneficiaries and there's a service corporation. And this is in your field, Jason, do you want to go to who's running the corporations while we're still in hour one? Yeah, I think that's a good place to go. We could even mention once again that the birth certificates are on bonded paper, just proving to you that it's a legal document. It's not just a statement of fact that this child was born and there's numbers attached to it, as we were saying. All these things completely prove that there's a system going on that we have no control of and we are certainly never taught about. So that we can get into all of that. And as far as trespass, I think this also goes back to something else that we've spoken about, which most law comes from the Bible. Right. Even if we're not talking about it in a literal sense, I know we've gotten into this with Clint Richardson and all that, but these are things we could get into if you want to take that, Christopher. Why don't we go back? So while we're in hour one, um, because we have to push the things that you're going to put forward to try to address the issues that we've been talking about that center around the idea of a trespass when we're all born. So you've mentioned a service corporation. Um, who who owns these corporations? Who's who's the head Lord Bufu Emperor in charge of all this? Well, it all goes back to the Pope, right? It's the Pope that set up these corporations a long time ago. And they a great resource for the people in the United States is Anna Von Wrights, uh, com. She has put together an incredible, I should share the document uh, with everyone. If you go to her site, if you type in baby slave trade, it will bring up a PDF and it is an incredible verified historical read of how the system came to where it is today. It's morphed over through time. Remember the, you know, they always say all roads lead to Rome. 
And that's not just some little cute little saying. It is actually the truth in this world today. Because when you understand, again, I had a, a woman from the World Bank. This is a 20-year lawyer, uh, Karen Hudis, many years ago had spoken on a show and I captured what she was speaking about. And she, again, talks about this birth certificate that happens and how they lost their courts in the United States and it all became admiralty. So that's why people need to understand the word jurisdiction is a very powerful word. It's a very powerful word. And first you have to understand when you're going to that public courthouse, what is the jurisdiction that you're standing in? It doesn't mean, you know, the venue that you're at, which the lawyers are trained at. It actually means, are you on the land? Are you on the air? Or are you in the sea, right? Water. And everybody knows that's why lawyers are, they're taught admiralty law, right? It's still contract law. And we still have a duality that's required in our world with our public courthouses that this society bar that I do not belong to, well, they do have a purpose in this world. However, what they've been using, and this is when you understand the vast constructive fraud now, why this is such a huge, enormous remedy for our world. Because when everybody understands that at birth this trespass occurs, they understand the documentation that's been created has actually been used to steal everything from you because you've used the government ID, the service corporations to place on your titles of your home, your cars, your property, etc. This is why Crow and Jason, nobody technically in the legal world owns anything. But yet we do, because we all know we bought, we worked our butts off to, to buy these homes or protect our family, whatever, put a roof over our head. And yet it's on title where again, further fraud has been committed. And this has only occurred because ultimately we have misplaced our trust for far too long. The greatest enemy in this world right now is ignorance, right? And it's not because the people are stupid. It's not because our fellow man, we all know the incredible hearts and minds of our fellow man in this world. They've just not been given these foundational truths. And when the world wakes up to this, this is what we're pushing this forward now because it is the right time because the world sees so much wrong and harm that's going on and people are looking for the solution to honorably and powerfully address this evil that's going on in the world. And it goes right back to people understanding this first trespass. Let me jump in here again. I'm sorry for interrupting, but let's inject a little bit of hope here. So many people are convinced that the world's gone to hell in a handbasket and ain't nothing we can do about it. What you're presenting is proof that that's not true. What you're presenting is proof the living man and the living woman are exactly that with God-given rights in this world, which have been trampled on. And that one thing alone is hope if people will recognize it. But let's look at a couple things that we can see going on in the world. As you pointed out, which we have pointed out in I don't even know how many episodes, the Vatican is at the top of this. This place that supposedly had the spiritual concerns of all the universal Catholic Church, they didn't. They were up to no good. And so I suspect you will tell me that another big player, the Queen of England, or for that matter, the City of London, one of the main world banking centers, I think you're probably going to tell me that those are employees or lesser corporations to the Vatican. Is that is that correct? Then the reason I'm bringing this up is where's the, where's the Queen now? Do we have reason to hope? Why did someone pull her coat of arms off a gate? Why is she suddenly posting in the daily mail that I'm handing off my responsibility to some princess no one's ever heard of. Something is changing here, and these are the key players. Am I wrong? Is the queen an employee of the Vatican? Absolutely right, Crow. You're absolutely right. Uh, it's so it's such a pleasure to hear that you have said that, because that's exactly what's going on here. You have to understand that the Pope, again, this, this entity that was created a long time ago, they are the ones that, in order to control everything, right, they created one single corporation, the crown corporation, 
And that crown corporation controls all corporations. As soon as you register a corporation, it falls, it gets dragged out to the jurisdiction of the sea under admiralty law. This is how the Pope and the system has control over everyone. And you're absolutely right. She is actually employee. She's been an employee of the Pope for a very long time. She abdicated her. And again, Anna von Reitz is an incredible woman. They have got the, the nuts on this, so to speak. The evidence right down, it's on, on their PDFs on their site explaining exactly this relationship. Uh, and also where the taxation, where the money goes and flows through and from our countries. It's absolutely fantastic. And yes, there is hope. Because everything that you and Jason have been doing and, and Rose on this show for, for many years now, there's a light that's now coming forward in this world in a very powerful way. Our world is coming together because I believe with everything that I've seen that's going on, that this simple truth, this foundational truth, this trespass is the key to everything. Because when the people understand what has happened to them when they are first born, it allows everybody to understand simply you don't need a law degree. You're able to understand now what is going on in our public courthouses, how we are all being fleeced, how we are being recognized and only looked at by this system, these lawyers and judges that all belong to a society, a bar, which we do not. And, and that's the problem here, you know, is that it's simply ignorance. But boy, once the people get this, Jason, I am 100%. I believe that this world is going to wake up like never before on a biblical level. Let me jump in and ask a question here. You pointed out, which we've covered before, the Crown Corporation. What's the word for that in Spanish? Everybody knows I don't need to say it. There's this whole world shutdown going down right now. And it just in the work that Jason and I have done, we've demonstrated that there were all these legal, I don't know what to call them, motions, remedies, whatever the correct, you, you, you people know what I'm getting at. People had pushed up against the system. We've covered people who have got up, swung the bat and got on base. We even covered some Australians, which I don't know if they made it home. They were on their way to home when the whole entire world shut down. And there's a reset going on. So I just want to ask, Christopher, um, do you think part of the shutdown was to stop everything dead in its tracks? Do you think that there were so many fails coming that that was part of it? Or you see what I'm getting at here? The Absolutely. timing of all this? Do you have any, any kind of inkling? I, I think you know what I'm getting at. Yes. Well, just so people know, I've got, and this is not an I love me thing. This is fact. I have 20 years of enormous research, okay, in, into these fields and everything across this planet from healthcare right through to on planet and off world, so to speak. I've covered the full spectrum in order to know not only who I am, but what is really going on in this world. And I truly have, I don't know everything, but this, I am dead spot on. And you are absolutely right, Sean. What has been happening, is, is, as everyone's been probably paying attention, that is somewhat awake on your shows, over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of, a lot of shifting going on. There's a lot of truth. You see the, all the stuff that's been going on with Trump, you know, the, not that I play into the political realm, but what the, the situ situation with Trump happened is that it really exposed the mainstream media. Again, the mainstream media is controlled by the central bankers. Right. People need to understand this, the media, the print, Hollywood, it is all controlled by the same people. So the message, this is why it's so difficult. This is why they're using now the technology as a further swipe to, you know, use algorithms to prevent the truth from coming out. And we're seeing this, it's starting to bust apart now as they tried to move this, you know, this fraud that they began back in last year, at the end of last year with all these, uh, things they're bringing down on all our communities now from these service corporations. Once this began, I knew right away that this was the big move that they were ultimately taking because the financial markets were about to collapse. Everything was coming to a head. And as you learn through history, that order out of chaos, which is written on the back of the dollar bill, which these people ultimately is their motto, this is what they ensue whenever these great changes are coming, when you go back and research and learn history. 
So you're but, spot but, on, Crow. But, That's but what hold on. Doing. So, so what's your what's your view on this? Did all this happen because there are real decent human beings in the world somewhere that had had enough? And the opportunity was now, or is this a retooling to make another run at the ultimate lockdown? Uh, which one of those things do you think is more accurate? I think it's both from their side. That's exactly what they're doing. They're making a run exactly as you said, they're going for the end game. Now they got to lock everybody down. They got to take this world over all the nations control everything. That's ultimately we're doing. And they're using what we know, what we haven't talked about as the spear, this fear that's going on in this world. That's what they're using to control the world and their tentacles start from the government. So when the government puts out all these mandates, remember it's a corporate structure. The world of legal is the world of the dead. This is what people need to understand. The world of legal does not apply to the living. So all of this that we're seeing going on in our courthouses, that when you see people have tried to attempt things in that, what you're actually seeing is a man walks in or a woman into that courthouse to maybe try and attempt it. But as soon as they get into that courthouse, it's flipping over to this other jurisdiction of Admiralty C and it only exists on paper. It doesn't, a man or a woman has no rights in their world. You are all under the control of their process, which is known as the rules of civil procedure. You know, a quick way you can simply ask someone in the, that's a lawyer or a judge, say, can you provide me with the law, right, where it states that I, a man or a woman, am bound by the rules of civil procedure. Look up who writes the rules of civil procedure. It's a handful of people that are within the society, the bar. So it goes back to those two sentences I said at the beginning, Crow and Jason, am I property of that man or woman that writes these rules of civil procedure? It doesn't matter if there's one of them or if there's a thousand of them or a million of them. No, because no paper binds a man or woman to it unless that man or woman has full consent and they've signed their, with their wet signature and thumbprint that they're in complete agreement and they've, you know, there's been some sort of a meeting of the mind. So you have to understand that it's very simple. When you get dragged into this legal world, it's very simple to get dragged out of it because you put into the courthouse before you go there, who's actually appearing. So I believe it's two things that are going on here. You're absolutely right. A lot of truth has been coming up. There's so much exposure. The financial market is done. We've all been talking about this for years, but it's finally come to a head. But what really pushed it, I thought for me, I've been telling people for the last couple of years on the private side, it's the pedophilia. When that gets really brought out into the light, that's when you're going to really start these people, see them get scared because that's what their system is also involved in. Well, we don't have anyone more higher than Prince Andrew, right? He's right there, the queen's son, and he's been involved in this with Epstein and he's up to his neck in it. And we all know he's not the only one. So isn't it kind of convenient that once this started to really heat up and supposedly the FBI was trying to get him an interview him back in the fall of last year, that all of a sudden all this other stuff started to happen. And there's a bigger picture, right? That I look at this as well. If you're a country like China, for example, we all know there's these nefarious groups that are around the world that are controlling everything. When you understand the big structure, you know, the, the, the same service corp people like at the Federal Reserve are the same people that are running the monetary system. They're all in bed together in China. So wouldn't it be an interesting thing if they could put the fear of God into the people of the United States and get them all their, their economies and everything destroyed because by destroying their economies, you know, you're, you're really doing a, a psyops on the consciousness of the people of an incredible country. What a beautiful way to then turn around and attack them, right? They've got the country completely. I don't see any chaos in that going on in China. I heard Wuhan, you know, went right back to their normal, uh, you know, their, their state of being once all this stuff had originally come out. And, and as if people haven't heard, they used Italy, as you might remember, as one of these other countries that was also going through this. And yet it came out on the parliament uh, floor by one of the parliaments that 96.3 of the people supposedly that they put in their reports that were no longer here was all a lie. 96.3 what they were reporting to the world when this you know this huge thing was breaking out in the world so people need to understand like that is very powerful and that is all on my website at warriorcalls.com i have over 50 videos just on the 
you know, the situation that began back, we've all been dealing with, as we know, for the last four months. Jason, what's critical to get into hour one before we do the switch over? And we're going to actually start to talk. And I know remedy is not the right word because it's probably a legal word, but what people can do, I'm going to ask Christopher questions like, are you a living man? Does the system view you as a living man? But what's even more than however that gets answered in hour two is, is there a path forward? And here's the thing. Jason and I started covering law. And what we found was guest A thought guest B was a jackass and didn't know what he was talking about. And yet both had brought things that had worked at some level. And what we began to realize is this whole jurisdiction thing matters. Then what we began to realize is even if you go in and do all the right things, the problem is, is that those dudes are under corporate policy. So they get up, they walk out, they, you know, there's really never any remedy. Maybe the problem that's being levied against you right now goes away, but it's never all the way set. And so what Jason and I set out to do was two things, cover what works and to cover the next batter up, because it is my contention that the first batter that gets on base and makes it all the way back around home is going to start a domino effect. And these corporations, these so-called police, which are actually corporations where the police themselves probably don't even know they're corporations, the municipal governments, when that first runner comes all the way around back to home, their revenue stream is vastly affected and will begin to diminish. And that means nobody has to do anything. That means these places start to retool themselves because this is all based on commerce at the end of the day. So if commerce is no longer feasible in the way that it has been, then they've got to change. But with all that in mind, Jason, what's important to get into hour one before we can really start to go at this in hour two? Well, just to address what Christopher was just saying, isn't it obvious that, uh, for lack of a better term, there is a new world order or something like a global government at work? Because it touched on so many countries in the world with this current situation. The narrative was put out and most countries got in line. And the fraud was just about everywhere. Now, we don't know exactly what was going on in China, of course, because they're behind so many walls. But generally speaking, wouldn't you say that this is quite the example that orders are coming from the top down with so many countries getting in line to perpetrate this fraud. Absolutely. And, and that, you've hit it right on the head. I mean, people just need to go back and start to look again. I've got the documents. I'm going to be putting some shows up soon. But when you focus on just the central bankers, remember the central bankers are the one that, that created the whole banking system. And the whole banking system is based on this trespass that occurs at birth. I've got one gentleman that came on my show, well, not didn't come on my show, but a client that I was helping that is a huge case when you talk about remedy, when you're seeking justice at your public courthouse. And I moved a claim in court against a man who was acting as an attorney general for the service corporation called the government of Ontario. Okay. I caught this man with several people underneath him. These people are all, all acting as attorney, as agents of crown attorneys for this service corporation, stealing and terrorizing in this man's farm and his family for the last several years. It's horrific what went on. Well, when you understand when we access these public courthouses and we put this through properly with the correct paperwork, the courthouse didn't know how to deal with it. Okay. They did not know how to address this paperwork that was put in here. They even <laughs> said that to us originally. So what happened is that when you use the correct paperwork, again, you don't use their forms or legal forms because that establishes jurisdiction in their world. So to go back what eloquently Crow was talking about, he's spot on. When you talk about jurisdiction, it's, it's very powerful that when you enter that public courthouse that you're filing your own paperwork, right? You do not use any forms that they do. It's called a public courthouse for a reason. 
Okay, we the people have a right to access it. And no man or woman there has a right to deny you that access. Why? Because this is another powerful little fact that I'm giving everybody here that people, once they clearly understand this, it's huge. The minute that any man or woman, it doesn't matter what, what, what realm you're acting in, the minute that you act outside of a man or a woman, for example, if you're a policeman, a fireman, a banker, a doctor, whatever, you don't have any rights. What you have are duties and obligations when you're operating in that capacity for whatever service corporation you're working for. Everybody understands that. Well, duties and obligations do not trump the rights of a man or a woman. And when you speak like that, that's why the spoken word is so powerful. I learned from a man, Carl Lentz out of the United States, the simplicity of using only a few words. And that's why when I teach people and I share with people this knowledge, again, it's not an I love me thing. It's when you learn the power of that, those three words, trespass, property, and who. That's all you ever need to use when you're dealing with the system and this corruption. And if you can learn to speak properly as a man or woman, when you're at that public courthouse, you are able to get your, your paperwork filed correctly. No one is going to obstruct you. But what happens is, as you were all eloquently staying there before, they have to have these court systems rigged up like a casino, right? They have to have a few people that come in there and they try a few different things in the legal world and they let them win, right? Because every case that I've been involved in, especially where there were children involved, when they've been exposed and shown correctly through very powerful, simple sentences put into a court, as they did in Moncton with four children a while ago with Carl, they remove all these case files from their system so that nobody can find it. Because as you know, the bar works on case law. And in common law, well, there is no, there's, there's no case law that gets brought into that. So that, it's a very powerful thing when you understand that jurisdiction. So we talked a bit about the trespass and here's, here's how I finally had to logically work it out for myself because we had so many people there's Lord knows how many living men and living women are making a run at dealing with this fraud that we're all existing under, which led to what's happening to us all here in 2020. There's no separating the two. Clearly. Uh, I think it's, I think you said it exactly right. They're going for a last ditch effort to get the iron fist closed around it all. But there seems to be a lot of decent human beings that have had enough. And they're also pushing back. Uh, which leaves the remainder of that sentence to all of us to not be buying into the doom and gloom and giving up like a beaten dog in the gutter. Do what you know is right. Stand up like a living man or a woman. Don't go for the hype the news is trying to beat you with. But what I realized is when you look at the idea of trespass, and you stated it, that word's in the Bible. And we know what the Bible is found out. Basically, the Bible is foundational to life in the Western world and much beyond the Western world, if we want to be honest about it, uh, because Britain was in everywhere and that's what they were basing what they were doing on. But here's the thing. And here's how I think your premise at the very base is provable. No contracts were ever entered into. Nobody understood what was going on when baby was born. They signed these papers thinking it was a process, a procedure that happens with all living births, but they had no inkling what the paper was doing, what the paper was generating. That is not a meeting of the minds. And when the minds do not meet, that is the breaking of any supposed contract or agreement, right? So there's the proof right on the face of it. And it is a huge help to know that in the King James 1611 Bible, you can find the word trespass, by the way which is what I was getting at back in the day. So I don't think there's any argument that anyone can bring that tries to undermine the main premise here. But then it does bring us back to what I think you're getting at. I suspect what you're getting at is the problem that we found with all the people who have gotten on base or gone a little further or been on their way to home. 
problem is, is everything that goes on in a courthouse right now is just corporate policy. And if you bring the correct playing rules in for a living man or a living woman, they, they've forgotten that that even exists or how to deal with it. And the people in that system that are lofty, like a judge that are faced with it and understand they bow and they walk out. That's it. We're done. Wash your hands of it next. So I suspect what you're going to say is all the people that we've seen making runs at it. How do you change the jurisdiction when you walk in there? So I ask point blank, is it even possible to walk into a courtroom and change the jurisdiction at this point? Or does someone got to walk in there with a fire hose and wash it wall to wall? Exactly right. Well, right now in Canada, they've shut down. I don't know what it's like in the United States, but they've shut down access to the courts to the people because of all yep. this yep. lie and stuff that's going on. So what the, the upside of it is, is that it's allowed the people to actually, for the first time, what the bar has always had the convenience of is we can email our claims, our paperwork to that public courthouse to get filed. So, you, you know, when you're talking about what these people are doing to us in their court systems, I said earlier, they've got to keep this casino going. So they've got to show that maybe some people, if they try and go pro se, that's what they do in the legal world. Well, what's pro se? Pro se is a thing, right? And so when you understand to how to access that courthouse properly, yes, we have had success in this country. Again, it's only a handful of people. Changing jurisdiction or otherwise? Flipping jurisdiction right in the middle of a court. You okay. can do it if you know who you are, the medal of the man or the woman. That's why I'm saying your their world is a two-dimensional world in the legal world. You have to understand that it deals in the world of the dead, not the living. It's only what exists on paper. So it's a word game. You have to understand who you are and put the correct words across to the other side and also before their court to flip it, right? So when you're, when you're in that court, it is capable of doing it, but you're absolutely right, Crow, is that they do not want people accessing their public courthouse correctly because if one of the sheep get out, well, their whole system, this whole corruption that the bar has been in bed with. And again, the bar is just nothing more than mercenaries for the central banks, the queen and the Pope. Which is unsustainable. I mean, let's be honest. That's I mean, right. you're, you're another man, a living man making a run at this. Jason and I have covered a number of living men and met some living women. This is unsustainable. And I suspect that too is a big reason for this crown that's being called by another name, which is the the outside of the sun, which is the name of the service corporation, which, you know, all these things, if you can't draw that picture in your head, you're missing the point of what's going on here. To this day, I have people coming into my forum saying, oh, this is real or that's real. And I don't even bother anymore. It, the picture is so far beyond that. And basically we're covering that here. But so is it your contention that with, as a public courthouse operates now, if you completely conduct yourself correctly, you can walk in, switch jurisdiction, and walk out the other side scot-free. Is that your contention, or is something else need to go on here? Well, yes, something else needs to go on. It's very rare when they allow that to happen is, again, they test the metal of the man or the woman continually. And when they have the correct words that are placed in front of them, okay, that's why you don't speak on their record. You put everything in writing ahead of time. And if they're speaking to you in that courtroom, you have to remember it's another jurisdiction. You have to, even though you understand there's a man wearing a robe, there's like some guy acting as a prosecutor, the language of what they're using you, have to, using, you have to recognize that it is part of a legal society and you have to almost treat it like Chinese. You don't understand anything that they're talking about here. You're only standing in that public courthouse because you're there because you, well, again, first you're addressing the, whether this is another powerful thing. When you put your paperwork in ahead of time, you're also putting in that correct ID so that you show who is the capacity of the man or woman that's coming in there. And then when they call the name forward, 
and you say, I, you have my paperwork before this court, I always say, I require, which is a nice way of saying demand, the name of the man or woman that's wearing the robe in front of me. And they always give it to me. They'll say it's Bob or Susie or whatever. And then I carry on by con by speaking to them as Bob or Susie. I don't call them your honor. I don't call them justice because they're, I'm not their property. They have no jurisdiction over a man or woman. Once you understand that, and if you put that to them, they'll say, absolutely, I do have no jurisdiction over a man or woman, but they have jurisdiction over what? Persons. And that person is that fiction that's been created when we were born. It always goes back to that birth certificate. So how we get around this in the court system, it's not, it's not a matter of getting around it anymore. For those of us that have, the few of us that have managed to get the odd, you know, inkling of light and, and restore people's property, being children as Carl did with four children in, in Moncton, which was incredible. You know, he put two sentences into the court. And he destroyed the court with two sentences. And that's why it's the power of the words when people need to understand the simplicity of property and trespass and all these, these people that they did, Carl just started to work with them 10 days before, if I can just talk about this quickly. And what he did is he simply put into the court two sentences. The first one was, I claim trespass, right? And, and then trespass is theft. And what was the theft of? It was the theft of their property. You never use the word children. See, property is a powerful word. Their system can't get around it. So as soon as he put that first sentence down as a notice, he didn't even establish his own court. He went in the existing court. And then the second line was, I require the immediate restoration of property. And then in square brackets, it says, see exhibits one through four. We, and this was written in like 20 fonts. So it's like, you know, 18 font. It's really large on the page. You flip the page over. It's just a notice on the first page. And what's on the second page? Four pictures of their property. Okay. That was their children, but you don't use that word children. Use the word property. And the proof of this was when the couple were doing this Freeman stuff for years, at least the husband was, he was getting nowhere with it, you know, putting in, you know, three or four feet worth of paperwork into the courthouse. The one day that Carl got involved in this and he said online when he was doing a show, he said, the next couple that calls me that have had their property taken from them, he says, I will get it back for them. Why? Because the same thing happened to Carl. So when Jesse and Jonathan up in Canada called in from Moncton, Carl never met them. They were in court in 10 days. They were looking at a couple of years, almost in jail. They had already had four of their property taken from them, their children, and they were set in separate homes. So the husband got on the stand, he did his dog and pono show for, you know, an hour, or whatever he got nowhere, but Carl worked on the, the mother because he knew that he could get with her. I should tell everybody first, before that happened, Carl had him go to the courthouse and put those two sentences in. Why? Because as I said, everything in the legal world evolves on paper. So you have to have the words properly written and powerfully on that piece of paper placed into their court. So it's there on the record. Just so you know, this is foundationally put forward. I think it's the beginning of the book of John. In the beginning, there was the word, the word was with everyone. Just look at the first words of the book of John. That's what's being leveraged off here in an actual world where people breathe air. Go ahead. Sorry for the interruption. That's okay. And you're absolutely right, Crow. This is all goes back to, that's why I say the word trespass property. It also tells you in there, don't have persons. You know, don't allow any persons to be placed upon a man or woman, right? This is your, that's, that's how far back all of this corruption goes and it's morphed over time. Anyways, back to the, the situation with the children. So on that day, before they went into court, it was three days before Carl had them take that paper to the courthouse and file it into the courthouse. Now they'd been to that courthouse many times before. And they always got, you know, it was not, it was not pleasant. Let's just say between the court clerk and staff there, as soon as they put those two sentences into that file. The clerk said, hang on a second. Then she comes back and she says, the judge wants to see you in his chambers. Whoa. They tell you that you never get to see judges in their chambers. Well, that kind of blows that out the water. As soon as they went to the judge's chamber, he's looking at the paperwork they filed and he's offering them lemonade. He's being really nice to them. They couldn't believe it. And then he says to him, listen, we're in court in a couple of days. He's the actual judge. 
that's presiding over this. All right. He says, we're in court in a couple of days for this. We want the best, you know, for, we know this is a very difficult situation. They had their children taken away from him because they were caught. He was not storing his guns properly. And he also was growing marijuana. Okay. Again, he didn't cause any wrong or harm to another man or woman. Yes, that's not the smartest things to do with your kids, but that's no reason to take a man or woman's property because that's what your children are. They're your property until they're of an age of consciousness where they can act as a man or woman and protect themselves, hopefully. So anyways, back to the case. When they put those two papers in, the judge brings them in and he points right to that word. He says, listen, he says, we all want this to, to, to be as civil as possible moving forward. Again, that word civil, so you know. <laughs> Is yeah. Roman law. Okay. Remember that yep. when you see the rules of civil procedure, that's telling you the rules of Roman law. Last time I checked, we don't live in Rome, but that's another fact there, not an opinion. So understand the power when you understand these words that are put in front of you. So all of a sudden this judge says to him, do you really want to call your, your, your children property? He says, you know, we should, we should change this to make it better. This is the judge saying, can we change this? And they went along with it. They changed it from property back to children. They left. Everything was copacetic. They get home three hour round trip. They get in, they call Carl. As soon as Carl found out about it, I won't use the language that he used, but it was not pleasant. And he basically told him, you better get back there immediately and change that word back. Or you're never going to see your children again. And both of you are going to jail and your, your entire family is going to be destroyed. So they were not happy, but they listened to them and uh, listened to Carl. They went back and they changed the word. Now we'll get to court two days later. The husband's up there. He does his dog and pony show for an hour and a half. Nothing happens. The woman gets up there and this is how powerful the, the spoken word is. Carl told her exactly what to do. He says, can you identify the woman that took your what property? Of course he could. It's the top woman. This is how you, this is where the remedy comes in is you, you cannot sue a police officer, a judge, you know, a, a child protection service, a doctor. Why? Because they're fictions in the legal world. They're all protected. But in the common law world, you're dragging that man into a court because he somehow trespassed upon you. So all she had to do is she stood up and she pointed to that woman that was the head of child protection services that was sitting in the court with 20 other people that all had affidavits and every child had five affidavits put into the court on them. Okay. All supporting this theft that's gone on supposedly in this theater. Soon as she pointed to that woman in the courthouse after we sworn under oath or affirmation, she says that woman there, remember, uh, there's another thing we haven't talked about. I may jump around a bit, but everyone can understand it simply. Your name is irrelevant. Okay. Even though we talk about, everyone's gone down this dog and pony show of, oh, my name's in uppercase. It's in lowercase. Look, it doesn't matter. The birth certificate you never created, it doesn't apply to you, period. So when you see your name in all capital letters, you realize that that's a corporation that was created in your name. It was identity theft. It has nothing to do with you. So when she's in this courtroom, all that paperwork is, is showing those all capital names. She simply stood up and she pointed to that woman in the court. She said, that woman there took my property. And then she turned to the man that was wearing the robe right beside her in the stand. And she said, and I require, require means demand nicely in law. I require the immediate restoration of property. And all of a sudden that judge started shit in a pickle. Okay. He started going, oh, well, don't you, don't you, don't you want, and Carl prepared her perfectly. He says, you go right at him again. He says, you require of him immediately the restoration of your property. And as soon as she said that the second time, the gavel came down. He says, let's take a 15 minute break. As Jesse and Jonathan were walking out the courtroom, all hell broke loose because everybody realized right now that they were all liable for the theft of this woman's property. There it is. There's the idea of putting the fear of God in someone, right? But that's I hate, right. I hate that's to jump right. in here, but we've got to wrap the first hour, but that's okay because we're getting up to a point where we're going to start jumping into what everyone thinks of the idea of remedy, whether or not that's the right word. People know where we're going here. We get into hour two. There's a bigger game afoot with public courthouses, which is basically the whole reason why we're covering this episode. Christopher, can you quickly tell people where they can contact you? If you give out an email address, you will be overwhelmed. 
at least give out a website address. And by the way, uh, you have an account so you can show up in comments, but quickly give people where they can contact you one way or the other. I don't like to give the email out as you just alluded to, Smart. but awarecalls.com, that's the website to go to. And please subscribe there because that's where you can get all your communications that are going to be coming in. We're going to talk more in the second hour. That is paramount. My email address, again, I, I don't like to give it out because I'm one guy. And as we're going to learn in the second half of this discussion, at what I've brought forward now to the world, what is actually in the works of occurring is absolutely huge and massive. And I unfortunately don't have time to help people. I've been helping people for the last 10 years. I didn't charge anybody along the entire way there. That's how I got my my skill level and set up. So that's the best way to, to at least get in, involved right now with the warrior calls. And then the, on a global point is earthunited.global. That's the site that's been created now for the world to come to for this. Again, the seamless conversation that we're having here, this is what the entire world is now starting to see. And we're going to, this is what's ultimately happening. We're having a conversation first. We don't put the cart before the wagon. We have to have a conversation first with our fellow man of this I simple trespass just to cut to the chase. Christopher doesn't have time to help individuals, but there are things provided in the contacts he's given you. He will also show up in the comments when this episode goes live. That's the first hour of 246. When we come back, we're going to jump into some pretty heavy ideas and actual run at changing things, uh, which has to show up. And by the way, first hour is not running on social media. So there it is. Hour one of 246. Join us on the other side at crow777radio.com, C-R-R-O-W-777radio.com. That's the only real crow site. There's a number of frauds, although they're about to get their asses handed to them. So there it is. Join us on the other side. Cheers.
belief is the enemy of knowing. Come.